Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, a way to upgrade your dumb lights into smart lights, illustrated hard, uh, hadrons, and the water bottle cap gets musical. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KitCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KitCast, the podcast where we go out there and tell you if a project is worth backing, tracking, or sacking. I am KT Data, and joining me is a man who is so cool under pressure, he has to have a minimum sweating quota, the one and only <laughs> Drew Tyler. How are you doing today, Drew? Very good, very good. Yes, I, uh, I've reached that quota like three times this year already, so I am, I'm done. Yeah, exactly. You know, people don't believe me, but when I tell them, like, Drew, he's just so cool under pressure that he has to, like, you know, force himself to sweat or, yeah, it takes, you know, I don't think that's healthy that's, if you don't sweat, Drew. Just, it takes just, a lot. It takes a lot to get me to sweat. It's true. It's absolutely true. All right. How are you so doing? I am doing good. And it's a nice, warm summer day we're doing today. Um, but Very if, warm. Yeah. If you guys have not seen this project or this show before, what Drew and I do is we scour the internet's. Find three projects every two weeks. Come back and show you if they're if they're cool or not. And discuss. yeah, we try and find some really cool ones, and sometimes we stumble across some that we can learn from. And they're all varieties, so I'm excited to to share these tonight. Yep. All right, before we jump into the projects today, how about we jump into some news? Things are going down. Yeah. All right. So one of the things we love to do on the Kitcast is find you other crowdfunding sites because you hear the two big ones. Indiegogo and Kickstarter. Sometimes you'll hear GoFundMe, but there are others out there. Um, we found one one week where we uh, found that crowdfunded clothes, like manufacturing of clothes. Mm-hmm. And another one for adult-related items. Right, right. I remember that one as well. Uh, <laughs> there are all kinds. Yeah, there's all kinds. Um, and this one is actually specifically do- located or aiming for Asia. Ooh, oh. this is fun. Because, I mean, that's where all the manufacturing is happening. And this actually... Barely launched, and it is called Crowdtivate. Crowdtivate, um, and yeah, so it's the, their whole mission. I love their mission that they have. Um, it's to empower entrepreneurs in Asia, and right now they've just barely launched. And you know, Asia is a big place, so they're focusing on Singapore right now. Um, but eventually, they want it to be available to everybody in Asia um, out there. And what I actually like about this is that they're thinking of the whole thing and they want to help out startups everywhere because not only do they do the crowdfunding, they have two other ways where they can do it. They also have your crowd voting where you can put out an idea and you can people can either upvote it or give, give some feedback. No rewards mm-hmm. or money is exchanged on that. That's just to get the idea and see if there's even a market out there, which like some that. people actually use Kickstarter and Indiegogo for. Right, right, I um, like that. And the other way is even crowdsourcing. So let's say, okay, I want to make this, but I don't have anybody to make a website or a cool programmer or I need a you know a good videographer and stuff. What they can do is you can go out and find those contributors that are on Crowdtivate and you know, they can help with, you know, different skills or different resources that they have. You know, you might be looking for a three D printer in Asia and they're like, Oh, I got one, you can come use it and in return there's kind of like a point system that you build up and you know, you get your rep and get well known out on the Crowdtivate economy um right now they have 12 campaigns um i looked through them and four of them are actually previews which is that that's kind of an interesting thing previews um, like coming soon yeah like, look forward to this pre-launch yeah they're not quite live yet but you can go in and kind of look at all these different things um and everything is in singapore dollars so you got to do a little bit of conversion in there but um 
I, I just I, I love how that now we're starting to see more localized areas. You know, Kickstarter's slowly growing out to different countries and everything, but this one's like we're focusing on one, you know, one continent this and is trying to work Asia. out. Yeah. Um, and I think it's backed by a pretty large Singapore telephone company too. So, you know, they got some money and I like their ideas. I don't know. What do you think about it, Drew? I, I can see that there's some money in it. Just looking at the site and, and it looks like a kind of a s- slow launch 12 project, but hopefully they will grow some. Uh, I got to say, I, I was I was giggling a little at the name Crowd to Vate, but I'm not Asian. Maybe that speaks <laughs> that speaks to them. I don't know. I, I was like, what, really? Crowd to Vate? But uh, it does look like a solid site, and I think that's would be really cool, especially if you are into crowdfunding. Um, it every, every reward that I see that's shippable has this extra twenty or thirty dollars U.S. dollars to ship overseas, and so as something that is specific to Asia and that is geared for projects in Asia to you know to to be funded probably most likely by people in Asia. I think I think it's fantastic. It's a nice little geocentral target. Yeah, and I, I hope to see more of these sites and everything because you know Kickstarter is more U.S. based um, on there because right. most of the, most of the sites are like international, like you know they're ten dollars to ship out and everything. So this is kind of a you know good way to get it, and I love how they're trying to push the economy, which is which is always a good thing. Getting people thinking, innovating, and trying things, and becoming entrepreneurs, and you know saying I got this idea, can can we make it work? And even help connecting them too. So. It, I that's think that's, great. that's a great idea. So you guys check that out, especially if you're in Asia, because here at um, the KitCast, we're you know we know it's a global audience. So I know there's probably some of you guys yes. out in Asia that are like, hey, this might be a better you know more targeted area for me to focus on. Yes, I'm sure we have an Asian fan base that they tune in just to see your beautiful face. Lies. They all come watch you, Drew. It's all about the white guy. <laughs> oh <my> uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> So our our next piece of news is this is an interesting thing. I lo- I like how Kickstarter does this is they always put up blog posts where they're interviewing project creators. Yeah, and it's a great place to kind of get information about things. And this one post that they put up is called the final countdown. Um, how projects funded on in the last day. So what they did was they actually went out and they um, interviewed three different projects that funded on the last day. And ask them kind of, you know, how are their experiences, how, you know, how, how they respond to things and stuff. Um, it's a great article for you guys to read, but there's two things that stuck out to me. One is the bathtub graph nature of funding. So you see all these graphs on the screen. They're not really bathtub shaped. But what happens is usually at the beginning, the graph spikes up because that's where people are donating really quick. And then it usually kind of teeters off in terms of funding and then usually within the last week or so it spikes up again because people are like, oh, crap, I got to back this. Right. They, they favored yeah. it and they just wait for it to come around and be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I was going to do that. I had two that I missed because I was out of town. <laughs> that's why you got to back them right when you th- I know. Uh, go. Um, so that's always something to consider. And um, that's an important thing is keeping that momentum going, keeping people excited throughout that time and having them still donate. Um, one of the things they were mentioning is like adding more perks in the middle of it. So, you know, excitement spikes a little bit more and gets people more excited about it halfway through the project instead of, you know, just at the beginning and at the end. Um, and then the other one is this is, this is, this is a big point that I tell people. Um, a lot of them mentioned they were working hard on that last day on social media and reaching out to friends right. to donate and telling people to, you know, tell even other people to kind of donate and working on that. Cause Kickstarter definitely isn't, a, isn't, you know, a bank or anything where you can just get a loan fairly easily. You got to, you know, it's a full-time job for a lot of people and 
you know, people are always like, how do I get your name out? I'm like, you got to have a good following at the beginning or right. have something that's going to draw people in very quickly or at least, you know, be in good areas. Um, I know Bill Duran, the space gun prop guy, the way he started was he was visiting all these different prop building forums and talking to them and building these relationships. And when it came to the time he was going to make his project, he had that community and they were, you know, willing to help him out. And now he's shipping out space guns to people. So... Right, um, absolutely. So always keep that in mind when you're working at it. And that's all the news we have today, Drew. That's a lot of news. Yep. No, I like I like this. This is fun to read to read these experiences of people on this last last time, just yeah. in time funding. Cool. So keep that in mind. All right. So let's jump into our first project Projects. of the night. So I've noticed the trend with things, Drew. I like shiny objects. <laughs> you're like a little like, raccoon. This this is literally the third time I've um done a project i think in a row about some kind of thing that lights up (laughs) (laughs) you're right yeah and our our, so our first project of the night is the um ember light ember light and you might be going what in the world is the ember light i am actually because i did not read this so it's actually the way to turn any dimmable light bulb you have into a smart light um and this this is why i liked it um what happens is you take the ember light device, which is this little thing right here, screw the business end into the light socket that you have, and then there's also another the uh, uh, so the male business end into the light socket, and then there's a another so- light socket in there where you screw the light bulb actually into it. So you know it's sitting in between the actual light socket you have and the light bulb on there, and it's you know it has Wi-Fi built in and has Bluetooth built in on there, and then you can control it using your phone. Um, and it's fully, you know, it's fully <laughs> compatible with any, um, dimmable CFLs or LED lights. Mm. And you can, and since it has Bluetooth, you can automate it with proximity. So say you leave the room and you go out of Bluetooth range, you can program it so the light turns off. Cause it's like, you're not in the room. I'm not going to be on. So it turns off automatically for you. You can also, you know, you can install multiple of them. So it uses kind of this master slave system where one is the one you program with your Wi-Fi information and all, and all the other ones get the information from that. Hmm. So what happens is you can control more than one light. So if you want to, like, dim a whole room down, you know, because you have a lady friend over or, you know, you and your wife are trying to get cozy. or yeah, just You don't even to, have to get up. You just got to hit a button on your phone. Kids, kids, kids go to sleep, so I start to yeah. dim them. Yeah, and then you can be like, hey, how you doing? It's um, just interesting. On there. And, and then... You can even, since it's Wi-Fi enabled, you can control this when you're not at home. As long as your internet connection's working, you're good to go. I could turn lights on and off whenever I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, you could scare your kids or, you know, if you're not at home and you want people to think you're home, you can, you know, turn them on and off in your house. And they're like, oh, they're probably home because the lights are turning off irregularly on there. And the one thing that I love, though, is you can tell if the light's on or off when you're not home. I am, I'll admit it, I am terrible at remembering if I turn the light off or not when I left the, when I leave the house. Mm-hmm, so I could mm-hmm. use a proximity sensor or I could just like check, oh, I didn't turn, I didn't turn it off. Turn it off now. Lights off. Problem solved. Um, on there. So yeah, I, I, I love how, I, I love all these things that, you know, take things that were existing. You don't have to replace your entire light bulb system. I mean, cause you have the Philip Hughes and I've seen other crowdfunding projects with mm-hmm. light bulbs. But all of those require you to replace your existing light bulbs. Um, and so what I find what I do and other people do is just wait until the light bulb burns out. And then, all right, then I'll switch. On there. This allows you to use your existing set. Um, it also gives you the flexibility 
of picking whatever light bulb you want. So you're not just limited because a lot of them, I just, you know, you got one light bulb and that's it. The other thing I think I like about this is that, um, I, uh, for instance, I, I just put in can lights last year in my, in my main front room, but, um, I'm not so smart with wiring. So I didn't bother to like wire up a dimmable switch. So, and I also bought, I didn't buy dimmable bulbs. So if I wanted to, I could put dimmable bulbs up there with an ember light and I wouldn't have to rewire my wall switch. I could just use the app probably to to dim them. I, I don't have to have a special switch on my on my whatever plate on your wall plate. Yeah, exactly. Wall plate, right? So that could be that. That's very cool. I, lo- I love this idea. I think this is great. It's it's still seems to be pretty pricey. Like six lights it, in my room would be about what two hundred fifty pledge. Yeah, but think about it. It's cheaper than the Hue light. System. Yeah, it is. The Hue light are... systems like two hundred bucks for two bulbs. Yep. Yep. So there. it is. And what happens when those price. die? You got to go buy another set of lights. Another hundred dollar bulb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In this one, you could go buy, you know, another what is it, ten LED bucks for a bulb, CFL. and you're yep. good. Yep. Um, and that's why I love it. it uses the E twenty six E twenty seven socket, which is the standard socket. Standard yep. In most yep. houses on there, so I think well, it's great. It sounds good. I mean, they're doing well. They're just about halfway there with another month and a half to go. Lots of backers. Lots of of. Uh, comments this is they're doing the right things and it's looking good yeah so is it a back track or sack for you drew for me it's a track um i i love the idea i i I don't know that i i would have to drop a lot to get into it where i want it to be so uh for me it's definitely definitely a track that as it gets closer that i and as i save more money maybe i can make it happen this one's a back for me i like i said i love these kind of upgrade kits that you have instead of forcing you to kind of just go all in on the system so it allows you to work with what you got um the app looks pretty pretty sweet on there i mean it doesn't have the led color changings but hey you could get one of those led lights that change colors and there you go voila done you know um and i know some people are like wait some of those led change colors have the dimmable things yeah but you only have one remote right Um, this one you can control all your lights um with just one thing instead of having like five different remote remotes i don't think they even work that way um, so like, I, I, I love, I love this thing. This one's definitely a back for me. Um, Excellent. all right, Drew, before we jump into our next project, I need to get into, um, costume on here. <laughs> Do it. Let me uh, slip this on right here. <clears throat> I'll, I'll wait. I'll just, I'll wait. uh-huh. Yes. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. I, it's I, the I, true date. It's the nine to five KT. All right. I feel more official now. All right. So. So, um, you went. You're an educator, Drew. You, I you go to school. I, I um, go to school. I teach the school. I yeah, be the school. Yeah. Um, one of the hardest things is giant textbooks, right? Where it's just text after text after <sighs> text, right? And trying to get your students to read them, it's almost yeah, yes. it's, it's, it's almost impossible. Um, yes, and and I have no problem with my digital media classes because I wrote the textbooks, or I, I, you know, I had the the info is mine. Um, but with public speaking and with uh, mass media society and some of those others that I've taught in the comm department, they are thick. And it's like, why do you expect people to read this? Just because we, just because we we can. We're the teacher, and if I say you read eighty pages, you have to read eighty pages. No, I still want to make sure that if you are tuning in, that you're getting something out of it. You know, if you were coming to my class and I give you an assignment, I want you to be engaged. So, yes, textbooks are the bane. Yeah, and and one of the things that you, I know you know as a teacher is that people learn different ways. Some people are good yes. at you know doing that. Some people are good at listening, and some people are good visual visual learners. You know they got to see it, True. to kind of understand. So 
our next project is for visual learners and it's for a, a subject that is near and dear to my heart chemistry i mean uh, Ra- Ra- rachel and jeff were making fun of me earlier but i'm like <laughs> come on that's the central science like it's hot the, chocolate yeah. chemistry yeah um boom, so boom, 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 chemistry. yeah so this project is actually a fully illustrated easy to understand guide about the foundations of chemistry um it helps especially visual learners that kind of um you know need to see things to understand it and it literally covers the basics of chemistry you know some of the things it covers atomic structure period periodicity you know so periodic trends and stuff on the table why the things are on the table the way they are mm-hmm. um forces okay. between atoms so how the atoms kind of interact with each other um solution chemistry the gas laws pv equals nrt i still remember that um, <laughs> stoichiometry how you get those fancy numbers in front of like your h2o's and stuff on their reaction rates my favorite law of thermodynamics this is where you blow up stuff and you know why they blow up um proton and electron exchange in other words batteries um and this is probably my least favorite out of them is naming structures but that's still important to learn in the world of chemistry on there. So she's trying to do a book that's fully illustrated in her hand-drawn style that you can see on screen right now. Which which is, which is fun, which makes it, makes it feel less stuffy and a little bit more uh, active. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, in 200, her aim is to do it in 200 pages or less. So I wouldn't say this is a full textbook, but you know, it's a good reference thing that you can go back, um, on there and yeah she has some cool some of the cool levels that she has are these uh t-shirts winston kind of mentions where I like your, that. your bosons are giving me a hard on um, no no a hadron a hadron a- hadron <laughs> hadron my mistake um <laughs> i think that is hilarious yeah or or the other one it says talk nerdy to me and it's using nitrogen uh edium and disparium i tend to forget the ones that are above like 30 um wait, wait on there but so there, yeah 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 those are all the fancy made-up ones <laughs> uh okay, so so, so uh, yeah no I, this uh, sorry did you have more do you want to carry no, on no, keep, keep going I, so, I could talk about this for hours i'm sure you could so uh, i just have my questions are again as an educator and I, lo- I love i love the teaching aspect i understand chemistry ish you know i remember taking a class 15 years ago and i did okay um the only interestingly enough the only thing i remember from that class very well is the, the naming practices like that's what i remember out of the entire class but my question is uh, wh- why a book why a hardback book uh why it doesn't I, I maybe there will be a digital version but i just feel like ebooks are much cheaper to to develop to to produce to distribute um i don't know maybe i'm i i guess i could see where she would she would want to make this a solid book but did you read anything uh, so, in there about that does she address that yeah so I, I i was wondering why there's no e-version um she doesn't really explain why there's no e-version on there but i kind of understand where she's getting at um i actually looked through her background under her linkedin profile she's uh-huh. worked in numerous research um groups doing various things so the information that she's covered you know i'm pretty sure she's well vetted also but she also has experience in teaching and in instruction too she's taught classes uh, so, she's okay. going she's going for a i think it's a master's or a doctorate in, in so, yeah, education. Oh, soon apply for a phd program in learning tech yeah learning and, technology I, and i think she's trying to get uh, another a phd in uh what was it uh pharmaceutical chemistry which is tough mm-hmm. tough chemistry right there wow, wow um on there and 
So like, yeah, I, I, but one of the things is the way that she kind of lays this out. I mean, cause like, I was looking through and was like, how do I get myself one of these? Um, and the level that where you actually get the physical book, you can tell her where her priority is, is cause it says donate a hardcover copy of the printed book to a school or library of your choice. You tell huh. us where to send it. Or we can't even find one for you. Fully taxed, deductible, and sealed with a hug. So you can see that she totally has the schools in mind more than just the individual persons on there. And yeah, it makes sense why it would be a physical book right now because some schools may not be able to afford an iPad or some kind of digital learning for their students or their computers might be outdated on there. So having a physical book is kind of that sure all way that no matter what school they send it to, they can use. And I love that she even has one more tier for a little bit more for actual tutoring on Skype and by by scientists and adjunct professor to get that person that that loved one of yours and a chance to learn what they need to learn, you know, via somebody. So I like it. I, I think it's fantastic. I think it would make it an excellent ebook. I think that it, or, or even iBook, and maybe that's something that she's looking at, especially if she's going into possibly this, like she mentions a PhD in in te- learning technologies. She may she must also realize that ebooks or iPads or those types of um, digital assets for teaching are hot and heavy, and people are making them left and right, and students are expecting them a lot. So I, I'm sure that's probably a second play. Um, I, I see that she's only got three backers at the point, but it looks like it's only about a day old. So let's oh, hope that she and, revs it up. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, where did you put that? Oh, it might be in the updates. Um, so Winston says, yeah, right here on the horizon. I'm working on the beta version of the textbook out on iTunes via the Apple iBook store. Soon you'll be able to pre-order a copy. There we go. Cool. Um, cool, cool. On there. Um, those, those are some of the things, you know, that I, you know, I, I, I wish I could tell project creators sure. Putting it in updates is great, but put it on your homepage. Too, yeah. Moving some, forward too. Yeah. Like I tend not to look at the updates and then I'll forget yep. Yep, yeah, absolutely. That that you know, that's one thing you always want to kind of update your front page for because you can still update it until the project's over on there. Um so Drew, is this a backtrack or sack for you? Um I I, th- I think concept wise, everything again, I don't need to understand the basics of chemistry, but it it's a back for me. I mean, this is something that I would get if my kids were a lot older and getting into this stuff. This would be an awesome resource to have. So I love the idea. It's a back for me and uh, kind of gives me a little desire to launch my own little books on yeah. here. Um, mine's a back too because I am, I am for everything that tries to make science more accessible to people, you know, because I understand that some of these ways of learning science doesn't work for everyone. So, as you know, the more options, the better. Plus, yep. you can trust me because I'm wearing a lab coat. Hey man, it's like I mean I'm legit. I mean, where else would I be able to get a lab coat if, <laughs> right, if, if right. I didn't know what I was doing? They don't just sell these things. No, you have to you have to work to get a lab coat. Just like when I got my chef's hat, exactly that has Mickey Mouse on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, so let's go to our final project of the night. Um, I don't know if you've ever had this problem before, Drew. Um, but have you ever had problems getting your kids to drink water? Uh, no, I've never had a problem getting them to drink water. They do, they do just fine begging for water when at the most inconvenient times when I'm, you know, settled in working or if I'm, you know, gas or yeah, Yeah. no, they love water. Yeah. Or or have you ever found that the water bottle caps are just, you know, not exciting enough for you? They're just a cap that keeps things from spilling out. That's all they are. Functional. I, oh, I wish there was something more to them. How about we take it to the next level? 
and make the cap play something while you turn it, while you unscrew it and screw it onto the bottle. Oh, <laughs> a musical cap? Yes, the musical cap is our final project tonight. <laughs> Tell me more. And um, well, it's pretty straightforward. It's a cap, and when mm-hmm. you turn it, it makes sounds, and you screw it onto a water bottle, and that's pretty much can, it. <laughs> can you can you play that or no? Um, yeah, let me play that and see, so you guys can hear what it sounds like. Uh, so here we go. Yay. And that's the musical cap. <laughs> the music how, how, cap. how about you take the lead on this one, Drew? Well, I, I got to say that as a project, we see, we see all kinds. I love to learn from them. Uh, the music cap is a... Uh, it's an ex- it's an exciting I don't know what you'd call this. It's it's an invention. I'm not sure that it's, you know, launched out of necessity by any means, but there's there are a couple of things that caught my eye on this one. Um the project itself uh, just seems to be like tossed out there in kind of a quick fashion. The uh music cap um has a proof of concept which is really cool. But but uh, as a project, I thought this would be a great one to learn from. And so without much disrespect to Roger, I don't even know if he has a last name on here, but this this seems like somebody was like, oh, hey, I've been working on a little prototype. Let's see what I can do to raise some funds. Um, but there's a couple of things about the project that kind of just struck me as this, you know, big question mark. Do you want to throw the page up there and we'll see if anybody uh, else can see yeah, that so, visually while I go through? So, yeah, one of the, yeah, one of the first things, and I mean, Winston even saw it. Yeah, see? Is, uh, it's, he's asking for $250,000 in Australian dollars. So it's a little less than 250 US dollars, but, but still, that's still, that's a lot. For this, for this little project, I mean, this, when you talk about the manufacturing or whatever he has to do to get these, what does he call these? These little tiny metal <laughs> piano style i don't know what it's called you know, this whatever that style is because he's got like some twinkle things in there like ting, yeah. ting, ting, ting. but to get that for modern or uh, you know whatever kinds of tunes he wants to make um and he says they could be customizable that is an option i just i just feel like this could have been done at thousand dollar range or less um you know start with one or two and then go from there but the fact that he's got two backers at fifty dollars with only 20 days left Oh, man, I just, I just, this is one of those things that I think we can learn from. Uh, it feels like the idea was not quite, the proof of concept was there, but the the pr- producing of the project to say, here's what my project is going to do to grab people, to explain things and, and to, you know, to, to make it work. I think that's what, that's what maybe got um, passed up on this one. The, the unrealistic pledge goal. Um, um, I mean, even look at the detail. This is, you know, not even a full page of text on there's the, and there's typos on like it's he's Australian yeah. they all write in funny letters anyways. maybe maybe that's what it is I just can't read it <laughs> Australian um but yeah one of the things that you know that got me is that this plan he has doesn't seem fully formed um I mean he's, even on the level right here where you get a first edition cap and qu- with quality water bottle he puts in there I'm still sourcing the best bottle I can find for the money either BPA-free or aluminum. That's not something you want to put in there. You want to show confidence that right. you're going to reach your goal. That's what people are looking for on there. Um, so, you like, yeah, the plans just don't seem th- right here because, I mean, like, 
you, you you look in his detail, you know, he's, he just puts, the next stage is to design gears that smooth out the quality of music. The sound quality will improve hugely at this point. Then we'll create the specialist tools needed to create lots of these babies. Then we'll build a batch. Mm-hmm. Like, so, he doesn't go into detail out into saying, you know, what kind of tools they need or what kind of tooling they go through. And then what even worries me more is like the tune Contact us and vote for your favorite tune. We'll select the most popular copyright matters notwithstanding, and we'll use the tune for the batch. Perhaps it should be ready for December. We'll go for a Christmas tune. Like, it just doesn't show me that he has plans on once he raises this much. Right, or not. right. Um, and, you 250. Know, yeah, I, I mean, Roger, we're not trying to be mean. We're just kind of giving you a lot of creative criticism on here because it's a little worried. And again, this is back to the updates thing right here he's got five updates he has five updates with really really good screenshots and stuff but they're not on the front page right he breaks out the entire thing and and to some level i say wow i think you broke it down too far you know now anybody can take this idea of yours and you know modify and run with it because he's got pretty detailed explosion explosive views of these things but yeah those should be on the front page i want to see how this thing works because yeah, I didn't even notice those were there until I accidentally clicked on the updates tab. Yep. And then uh, he does mention the very first update, how it all began. And he mentions briefly on the launch page that, wait, you know, you'll be able to, you could use this technique to tell the difference between different medications if you were, you know, if you had a hard time seeing. And this actually is kind of the impetus for how this all started. He said, as a researcher for a large health department, some people, you know, clinicians or other people confuse one medication for another. And that he was thinking of an audible way that could remind people of that. So this is this is interesting. And I, and I think that there's something to be learned from this particular project. Um, the other, he, uh, his account hasn't backed anything. He hasn't really created anything before. Uh, it's not connected to a Facebook or a LinkedIn. Like there's just yeah. a lot of missing and then I, you know, there was a guy who posted, or a lady, or a guy or a lady, Helen Marshall, that posted in the comments like 18 hours ago. You should probably respond to this person. Um, you know, those are going to be your people, especially if you don't have a large community quite yet. Mm-hmm. Those and, are the people them. who are going to be your ambassadors if you have a good conversation with them and stuff. So yeah. Um, the other thing, yeah. of course, we talk about video all the time, and I think while well, his screenshot for the video, like the thumbnail, is wonderful. It's like 18 seconds of it playing a tune, That's cr- which oh, is awesome to can, see can, the can prototype. I, can, can I mention that was filmed probably on an iPhone because it's yeah. a vertical video? Yeah, because it's and vertical. And this is the major biggest <laughs> both have issues faux pas with you should do with your phone. Never film like this, guys. Always film like this. <laughs> Sorry. Just, but, <laughs> yeah, and, and, if, and I think that there could have been a lot more information packed into that launch and and. and I think a lot of people watch those videos. It's it's a, a good portion of your people that find the page are going to yes. watch the video, and they're going to want to see. Yes, they want to see it working, but they're going to want to see a little bit more of the backstory of of what your money's going to go to. I mean, he could have shot shot himself and and said, "I need two hundred fifty thousand dollars because I'm actually going to buy the machinery to do this myself." I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so for me, it's a sack, but I, I and I don't think we sack that many projects. Honestly, we're nice guys. Yeah. I just yeah. I think that this was a good learning experience. Yeah, um, for me it's a sack too. And Winston, he you know totally summed it up. It's like cool idea, but the actual implementation of the pro of the project is a project not, project is not that efficient. On yeah, it's so. just not set, set up right. If yeah. he would have launched this thing and said, "I'm looking for five hundred bucks because I want to make you at know, least a prototype," you know, work step up a step up of this yeah. prototype. Yeah, 
um, on there. So, and that is the music cap on there. Um, uh, that is also the end of our show because I am burning up in this <laughs> lab coat right <laughs> now. Um, but, you know, if you guys are like, wait, 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 where do I go see the music cap? Where do I go see um, the illustrated chemistry book and stuff? You can just head on over to KitCast, look for episode 46 in the show notes, and you'll have wow. links that take you all the way there and chill. You, you know, you can even back it from there. Yep. And if you have any projects you want to uh, let us know about, please leave it, you know, send us an email, kickcast at ktdata.net or on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash kickcast or on Twitter at kickcast. Um, or you can send them straight to Drew and I yeah. at night 20 for Drew or at ktdata for me. Or when I come in and, and pick up my uh, pearl milk tea from uh, the guys downtown, they we just had a whole conversation today about a couple of Kickstarter projects they were thinking about doing for card games that they play. Yeah, one of them I hope to see this soon, but one of them this is totally a tangent. But one of them they're doing a freestyle rap style like card game that you kind of can award and penalize players as they freestyle rap different <laughs> types of topics come based on cards and rhyming words. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing the prototypes. Yeah. So. That, find us. Tell us what you're thinking, and yeah. we will, we'd love to consult, and we'd love to hear what projects you found. Yeah. Or, you know, if you want to have input on what you see on the show, but you don't find any cool projects, make sure you pay attention on Tuesday nights before we record on our Facebook and Twitter page. I post up a couple projects, and you guys yeah. get to pick the third one. I mean, this time we actually used two projects. We have the Illustrated Chemistry Guide and the Music Cap as our things, because those were what was voted up. I mean, yep. people passed up on the uh, man comb. And, you know, the smart key fob thing. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, on there. Um, so speaking of the our, when we record, our next episode will be August 5th, 2014. Where has the year gone, Drew? Where has the say? summer gone? I'm so saddened by the way summer is gone. Yeah. Um, so um, make sure you guys go check that out. Also, if you like watching my box openings, check. make sure you check out ktdata.net. I have not one, not two, but three separate box openings coming this week i mean because i got loot crates here that need opening and my i got wow. my whoop birthday bag of crap it's a explosion illusa of all things and um you, you probably you have a problem no i don't <laughs> these boxes just show up in my mailbox Drew. i don't know what i don't know what to say they just, just, they just open them they just show up so i gotta open them on video because that's what people like um also i will be giving away some andrew allen secret identity cds pretty soon Hopefully, I'll have all the details by next episode, and you guys can check that out. Um, Drew, do you got anything to plug? Uh, boy, I don't know other, other than the fact that uh, my summer is quickly waning and uh, Little Big Cast is rocking it. If you're listening live, stay tuned. We're doing a Little Big Cast after this. If you love video games, check us out on Twitter, little big, at Little Big Cast with a K. That's the only thing I'll plug. All right, guys. That's all for now, so we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.